Hey what's everyone's plans this week? Cool. Cool. Sounds dumb. Gabriel will be at the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma November 13th to 16. November 20th he will be at Prairie Bar and Grill in Prairie, Washington. Not sure where that is, but it sounds shitty. November 21st to 23 he'll be at the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Wichita, Kansas. For more info and for all of his show dates go to GabrielRutledge.com. Now it's time to relax, laugh, and learn nothing. Because episode 46 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge starts right now. And now here's your host, Gabriel Rutledge. Okay, let's do some testing. You gotta get out, get it up in your face, though. Get all up in your face. Like, like it's the microphone's anniversary. Get on up in there. <laughs> Hello. It's nice to meet you. Happy anniversary. <laughs> check, check. That was a blowjob reference you didn't get. Check, check. I did get oh, you it. Did. I you ignored, ignored you. Are you going to literally play your game while we no, do this? No, I'm just, I got to finish this level. But I think I'm not going to do very good on it. Uh, Okay. Rolling with this. I'm doing a podcast. A uh, customer got mad at me and left. I have a, I have a guest. Um, my wife. Hello. How uh, are you? I'll be honest. Usually when you have been a guest, I, um. Uh, Your I th- ratings go through the roof? I don't really want to talk about ratings right now. Okay. Um, you know, I'm in it for the love of podcasting and for my love of reading about Anchor, uh, my Anchor ad. Okay. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to podcast this week. And then I think, no, I need to read the Anchor ad. I love to tell people about exciting opportunities. Can I tell you something? Ah, oh, shit. What? <laughs> Your hair? Like, the top is all slicked back and wet, but, like, the sides are hanging down forward and they're kind of dry. So it looks like you're one of those bald men who just has really long hair on the like sides, but the whole like top of your head is bald. Well, first of all, a lot of people like the crypt keeper. A lot of people drive during this podcast, and you don't want to sexually turn them on with that kind of talk. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't need aroused. Uh, podcast listener. It's a new podcast for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't really have any couples topics, but you were home and I just would feel like such an asshole, like yelling in the kitchen while you were like doing God knows what. So I I'm... probably would just be sleeping. I wouldn't have noticed. So I made you be on the pod. You were like, can I drink coffee? I'm like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> I wanted to play. You do have standards because I was going to play my game and you said no. And so as a result, um, I wasn't finished with my level and you started doing the check, the mic check. And Christy, I they were here too. got distracted <laughs> and one of my customers left and I lost the what level. What is the game? What are you playing? Oh, I can't remember. Is it pizza, a bakery? It's called... No. Um. What is this? This is fun. This is a good podcast. It is, isn't it? It's. Hmm. Well, it's Delicious World, I believe, but I can't. Delicious World. I am on episode. Season 2, episode 2. And I go around, I have restaurants, and then I master that restaurant, and I get it up running, and like, I've really turned the business around for people, and Mm -hmm. then I also... You're like a Gordon Ramsay of restaurant apps. Yeah, and then I think that the lady like falls in love and like meets people in each town, but I skip when they have like stories, Um, but... Basically, I just go from city to city all over the world, and I I take failing restaurants, and I make them successful, and I master every dish, and then I move to a new city. 
This is my only problem with the games you play. Do you, while you're doing all these things, you, do you, your family is also in existence and we're also people? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like we have to compete with um, your lady who apparently is fucking someone in every town. I don't know what kind of app you've got there. I but... don't know, but you're not home when I'm playing. All right, that wraps up the banter. Let's get right into the topics, uh, which we don't have. Um, enjoy your coffee. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. I like my coffee like I like my women. This is your least favorite part of the podcast. I hate it. When I listen to it, okay, there's a few things I don't like. I don't oh, like hearing is, you, know you what? slurp sh- your coffee. I wish you were sleeping. I don't like hearing you slurp your coffee. Oh, God, I hate that sound. <sighs> that sound, too, because then I can hear your tongue click off of the roof of your mouth and your teeth and I can just picture like the spit happening and then you make some reference about liking your women like you like coffee sorry you've only had one woman and you don't like her as much as you like coffee so (sighs) this is my last podcast um Because my guest is just taking the fun out of my life. Really? Yes. How is that taking the fun out of your life? Uh, well, you just took the fun out of my life. <laughs> so Your game is your life? Uh, it's not like I invented the joke, I like my coffee like I like my women. I thought it was I like my beer like I like my women. Oh, no. That would be ridiculous. I never knew what... I just thought you made it into... No, it's like a joke formula thing that people say. But I always say something dumb. Like, for example, I like my coffee like I like my women. I would probably say, with my wife. Because we're both drinking coffee right now. You made that up after just to make me feel like a jerk. (laughs) No, if you feel like a jerk, that's great. But that was not my intention. (laughs) Uh, Is this... Is this the time in the podcast we check our breasts for lumps? Like, what are we doing over there? I had holes in the armpits of my shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know what? I like my coffee like I like my women. Uh, damaged. <laughs> very, very damaged. Um, uh, and apparently one of them, as you pointed out to everyone. I have a reputation as an international lover. And you just ruined it. Maybe you need to open some more restaurants and master them. <laughs> you know what? I worked in a lot of restaurants, and I still only fucked you at the time. Uh, I was at uh, APCA. I used to know what it stood for. Yeah, what does that stand for? I kept telling people. Well, he's at this like college convention for booking things and i'm just college convention for booking things would be uh <laughs> c c f b t uh <laughs> yeah it's like naca is like for the big universities apca it was like a lot of community colleges and technical schools and they... so it's this big uh it's a convention and uh there's like a hall where all these booths are set up and uh, there's comedians, there's musicians, uh, there's just people who have written inspirational books. What? Is it one F or two? There's no F. Afka? Apka. Oh, it's like, like when I search Afka, it's only American Football Coaches Association. Uh, I mean, you could put an F before Apka. We said that plenty of times. <laughs> Fucking Apka. Uh, but it's uh it was quite interesting uh i mean first of all it's will you put the phone down association for the promotion of campus activities okay there you go um i don't know who started this system to book college entertainment but it's someone's making a ton of money um because it cost uh, it costs ninety nine dollars to submit. If you get into NACA, it costs three hundred dollars to go, and then you got to stay hotel and flights all on you. This one, APCA, costs fifteen hundred dollars. 
God. So I'm like, after hotel, and I'm like 2500 bucks in the hole for this trip. Um, and then you go in front of the, in the showcase, you go in front of these students and advisors. And you do 10 minutes. But like, <laughs> there's spoken word. There's poetry. There's singing. The poetry? Uh, some of the poetry... Are you allowed to write a poem if you're doing well? Does that ever happen? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. There wasn't one poem that wasn't about an alcoholic dad or suicide. So, I guess I always envisioned like a poetry reading, like one, each person reads one poem. It's like someone, like, so for this, like, was one person just reading multiple poems? Mm -hmm. For 10 minutes. Oh my God. But they, so it would be, and I keep thinking... Okay, you're gonna if you're gonna hire this person to come to your school for an hour, and because the poems were like I don't remember the I'm not even making up these lines by the way it was like this guy it was like a chronological thing of his age yeah and he'd be like age seven I see my dad in his underwear he's in front of the refrigerator he's holding a bottle he looks happy but scary. Like shit like that. And then it would be mm -hmm. like age 21. I try to take my own life. You know what I mean? It's just I'm like. I'm happy, but scary. Yeah, it's, it's literally like. <laughs> and then. But here's what's nuts. Is. And then after we go, everyone goes to the convention hall. And this guy had a line of six people talking to him. I don't know if they booked him. But it's like. And then a comedian would go up, and then a musician would go up, and none of the music the musicians are like maybe they write their own songs, but they're trying to uh, get nineteen year olds to book them. Mm -hmm. So it was more. It was like, do you know how many times I heard this song? Uh, Shut up and dance with me. Da -na -na -na. That song. This woman is my destiny. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> shut up. Dance I, with I hate me. that song. Uh, I do now, but it's it's like so they would do that, and if they even the person. I wonder why that song? Well, it wasn't just, I don't know why it was like a lot of Lizzo. Uh, there was uh, there it just because they're trying to get the kids to go like yeah and sing along, and you could tell a lot of them had been there before the the performers. They had their like a little shtick down. They'd be like everyone on their feet. We're gonna. You know, and then uh, I guess I'm not trying to take away anyone's authentic experience, but clearly a lot of the musicians had been coached to tell the crowd some sort of personal engaging story to get people on their side. So I'm not kidding that three people, three different musicians talked about how they went through a time where they wanted to commit suicide before their last song. And um, again, and then, there was this time I wanted to commit suicide, and I'm better now. Shut up, Ben. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's just so like what? Yeah, it was really weird. And even the this girl went right before me. Uh, she was like country music, and uh, her she taken a couple of originals. Not that they went over particularly well, but I'm like, oh, she's doing originals at least. And then she said, um, her last song, she was like. I don't know if you guys are like me, but my favorite movie when I was a kid was Shrek. And then she and then she sang her last song was uh, "Hey Now You're an All Star," oh, but like country style, like <laughs> all that glitters is gold. Uh, and then I'm backstage, like, what the fuck am I doing here? And I was, I was really excited because before my performance, I saw a guy who I thought was actually my age. It was it was her dad. It was her dad. It was country girl's dad. I'm like, I almost talked to the dude like, hey, you know what I mean? Like maybe like how when there's only two black people in a room, they might nod at each other. I'm like, hey, what's up? You look like you got some miles on you. You want to commiserate about these fucking kids? And no, he was like holding her guitar and shit. It was her dad. Why would she bring her dad? <laughs> She's a baby. She's like 20. I don't know. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's like we weren't really competing against other comedians. I guess we're competing. It didn't feel like a competition, but it's like 
So it's, you know, a lot of it was, uh, there was people not during our showcase, but they'd be like, they would give a talk on, uh, being a person of color in blah, 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 or whatever. So like, like the, you know, and so they're pitching, like, I'll take this seminar to your school. So those people are booking the shit out of colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, uh, I walked by in the hallway and there was a, a school and they were clearly talking about who they wanted to book. And this is the conversation I overheard as I walked by. Uh, they were like, well, what's more diverse, a white woman or a Cuban man? Which is more diverse? I say Cuban man. I mean, look. Where did the Cuban man grow up? We can all dream of a Cuban woman. <laughs> it would be perfect. Did he but grow that up in there. America? Um, I think so. Yeah, white woman. Well, the white woman grew up in America. I know. But he's still a man in America. Well, if you want to go talk to these 19-year-old kids about your views. I would. What did they decide? I I didn't want to. I wanted to stay and listen, but. (laughs) I would have stopped like, oh, I need to tie my shoe. (laughs) I should have stopped and been like, oh, so white man gets fucked? Is that what you're. No. Uh. But honestly, it's like, that didn't fucking help. No one's looking, much like the uh, entertainment industry, no one is like... But think about the diversity you have. You're an old man. That's a, What's more diverse? White woman? Cuban man? Or like old white man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this conference is lit! <laughs> Huh? I th- I should have written down all the words <laughs> for you. One of my friends, like a few months ago, her her son and some other kids in the car. Her son's like fourteen or fifteen, and they're like talking about. Um, her son's friend was like, "Have you heard the new song by so and so? Man, it slaps!" And and so she. <laughs> We're like, we should just find ways to, like, use these terms and just, like, like, how how are you today? If you tried Starbucks' new pumpkin spice latte, it slaps. <laughs> like, just, like, totally be blatant dorks about it. She, she was like, my son would be so mad at me. So we were laughing and we, I stumbled upon something on Twitter where this girl had posted that her um, professor keeps a list of all of the like hip terms and slang and what it means, but like we should just like pull it out. And be like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I should have when I followed the uh, the uh, country girl. I should have been like, "Oh man, Smash Mouth, that song slaps." Anyway, what's up, everybody? <laughs> yeah. Get on your feet. Who's ready for some jokes from an old guy pretending not to be? <laughs> uh, oh, and that's the other thing, as you might have guessed. Um, 19-year-old children. They weren't all 19, but, like, young. Yeah. So sensitive. Holy shit. I watched comedy sets all week, all weekend, and the groaning. It's... The groaning. And I was kind of cocky about it because I was like, I don't think they're going to groan me. I think I think I'm going to do a set that's I was so <laughs> wrong. But it it's anything self-deprecating. They don't even want you to make fun of yourself. Well, it's it is interesting because it's like we went we wanted people to be more empathetic. Like, you know, we've been really like empathy, like especially in the schools, like teaching empathy and compassion and kindness and and so they're so open and so like willing to take everybody's feelings into account, but it makes it really hard to live life when absolutely everything must be looked at from like a a feeling and an Mm -hmm. empathetic compassion point of view. Like, well, from a comedy 
perspective. If you say I'm fat, they go and you know they don't literally yell this, but it's like no, you're beautiful. You're how you're supposed to be. Beauty comes at all sizes. If you say I got picked on when I was a kid because I was brown, they go oh that's terrible. You know if the guy the guy, the Cuban guy, he made a joke about how his um. The, his high school swim coach recruited him because he found out he was Cuban and he must have been a good swimmer. Brrr, all the gr- groans. Like, wait, this is a Cuban guy making fun of the own, his own stereotypes. Right. He's fucking allowed to do that. But, but the interesting thing is, I don't think it means anything. Like, they're groaning, but they're not really upset. They're no. not... Do you know what I mean? Because when you talk to people after the show... They seemed really to enjoy the comedy and everything, but it's like they just think that's a response you're supposed to have. Like, oh, mm. this the most anti-comedy sound in the world is oh. Yeah, that's really. It's so strange. <laughs> to what me. are you doing? <laughs> just take your shirt off. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't... Trying to have a conversation, and you're like. Oh, <laughs> oh! You're ripping your shirt. Like you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. How many? How many colleges are you going to? I booked. Well, allegedly, I booked two, with the possibility of more. What is, what is that like allegedly like they gave me a is that they filled out a piece of paper that said they were interested in having me with the date they wanted me so does that mean you booked it I don't think officially because it still has to go through my agent and all that Your agent yeah um I'm gonna start saying that when people ask me if I can sub for them let me talk with my agent and see if I'm you want my agent's number? I feel like I couldn't afford. She takes 20%. Yeah. When I sub, I get $14 an hour. Well, that's going to hurt. That's going to really hurt that's me. Gonna, that's two eighty an hour she's taking, according to my math. I know, right? I can't afford her. Oh, it doesn't matter how much money you have. <laughs> We're all important. Oh, uh, so I did get, oh man, the biggest groans I got were mm-hmm. like, I knew I was doing okay, but I also didn't feel like I was lighting the room up and they were like groaning a lot of my self-deprecating would stuff. Would you say you were not lit? I would say I was partially lit. <laughs> <laughs> like a dim. <laughs> and so I did, yeah, I was dimly lit. <laughs> This conference is barely lit. I can't see shit. Let's turn that dimmer up. Uh, and so I'm like, I wasn't planning on doing any any sex jokes, but I'm, I kind of felt like I needed to smack him over the head a little bit. Yeah. I was really, I was really not with. Anyway, long story short, took my dick out. Two schools loved it. Everyone else went, oh. Size doesn't matter. Oh, oh. <laughs> genitals are. We're not even supposed to notice those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was my big opener. Uh, here's my gender reveal. <laughs> you said that? No. No. <laughs> I. So anyway, I did. A, I mean, I didn't swear, and I didn't was not gratuitous, but I said a joke about a safe word, and when I said. The first punchline being, I have got to pick a different safe word. Yeah. I mean, it, the sound in the room was like, <laughs> but then underneath the aw, people are like laughing and clapping. And then the next joke like really popped. So it did work. I did wake them up. But it's like, what's more, what's more, uh, 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 not PC, but like, um, what's more consensual than a safe word joke? I- do you know what I mean? Not that I don't think most people who are 19 need a safe word. They just need a password. <laughs> Hello. 
This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, If you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, But if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry, and you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, It's easy. It's free. Uh, They distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship, but I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this, so worth it? Of course it is. Uh, Go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. But, uh, but yeah, it, so I think my set went okay, but it's also, this is what's fucked up about it is I, you know, I ran into a bunch of comics I hardly ever see. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked to him about the gigs. One guy said he booked 24 colleges one year mm-hmm. and he said it almost killed him and he almost quit comedy because they were all so bad. <laughs> I talked to another guy, Cuban guy, uh, not that I see color, but he brought it up. Um, he did? How was he like, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm Cuban. <laughs> I'm Cuban. Hi, I'm Cuban. Much more diverse than a fucking white woman, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, and I said, what percentage of the gigs are good? And he said, 20? <laughs> So we're all like, please book me. Please let me do your school for a 20% rate of good gigs. It's like that, like, that one joke that you've told. You get to, I don't know when you get to, like, hell or something and there's all the comics there and they're, like, talking about, like, these terrible gigs. Oh, that's not the hell. That's the hell. The hell. These are in my book, by the way. The hell joke is. Oh, yes. Uh, to, uh, a comic dies, goes to hell. Satan's like, oh, glad you're here. We needed a comedian. We have a comedy club here in hell. Uh, it's packed audiences every night. 400 people. Uh, the food's the best food you're ever going to have in your life. Uh you see the wait staff? Aren't they beautiful? You can fuck anyone whenever you want. They're never going to say no. And the comedian's like, this sounds amazing. I thought this was hell. And then the devil goes, oh, wait till you see the condo. That's the hell joke. The other one is just sort of like one comedian says to the other, oh, I did this gig the other night. It's terrible. Uh, we had to stand on a pool table. Uh, a biker gang got in a fight. Um, you know, people threw stuff at me. It was 10 hours away. Uh, I was supposed to get, uh, a hundred dollars, but he gave me a $50 check that bounced. And the other comment goes, who books that room? (laughs) (laughs) And that's what the only thing that's different is like, like my asking price for these is two grand. Uh So it's like a well-paid hell gig. Yeah. So I go into the place like, I don't even know if I want to do this. I am already too – I already have an unmanageable schedule. Right. You know, I don't even know if I want to do colleges. I'm too fu- – but as soon as you get there, it's you're competitive. You're like – I can be more diverse than you. I mean, I'm not going to win that battle ever. Mm-mm. Um, I mean, I could have just closed with like – I've been kind of bummed out a couple of times and <laughs> comedy's helped me get through that. So come see me in my booth. I'll be giving away t-shirts. Did you give away t-shirts? Fuck those kids. Not giving away t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> but a lot of people came and talked to me and uh, the booking, I booked two things and I think that means I'm above break even. That's good. Maybe. if I really need to book three to make it worthwhile mm-hmm. because of the work I would have done if I wasn't there. Yeah. But um, I guess if I book two, it's not a disaster. <clears throat> um, but it is one of those things where you're just like, I don't even know if I want this, but I'm here. And so I want all of it. Yeah. 
And uh, I don't know. I feel like they didn't book that many comedians in general because it's not like they don't go in going, we need to book comedians. They go, we need events. Yeah. They have a certain amount of money they have to spend each school. You know what I mean? And so there was some freestyle rappers. I don't know why you didn't freestyle rap. That uh, there was like two of them and they would literally, they had people hold stuff up that was on their table or in their pockets and they just went around and freestyle rapped. It was pretty amazing. I'm sure they booked a hundred fucking schools, (laughs) which is why I went up and I was like, my name is Gabe and I'm here to say I'm going to rock this mic in an old school way. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I've been really sad in my life at certain times, and uh, art really helps me get through that. I would just say, you know, reach out to a friend, and, um, <laughs> you know, we're all going through this together. I said, my name is Gabe, and I'm here to say. <laughs> Comedy keeps the depression away. <laughs> yeah. Rhymes with suicide. I said, oh, huh? Like, just the oldest old school. <laughs> like that old Saturday. <laughs> that old Saturday life skit. Like, I'm a rapper. Rappity rap. Rip, rip, ribbity rap. <laughs> Did you hear Gabe book 32 schools? But now he has to old school rap for 60 minutes. <laughs> surprised he did i mean good for him good for him but what is wrong with these my rap might be bad but at least i'm not sad i said hey ho hey I mean, as soon as I got there, I sent you a text and I said, we've been married longer than most of these people have been alive. I know. (laughs) Uh, I did one smart thing is in my intro. I put, I said Nickelodeon. Uh, You just said Nickelodeon. No, I said Comedy Central and, well, I also, I wanted something to say that I was a comedian because, you know, it's spoken word if no one laughs, but if they laugh, it's comedy. You know what I mean? Like. (laughs) said i am a diverse act to book because i'm either a comedian or i do spoken word what's more diverse than no talent (laughs) you know all these talented people get everything (laughs) not me i got no talent and i don't think it's fair that people with no talent don't get booked so come by my booth i'm giving away nothing because i don't make anything (laughs) oh god there was one group that was like it was a play about making good decisions your first year of college. What? Did anyone book them? I I fucking hope not. It was like a live action after school special. It was <laughs> really like Wow. It it was it was quite something. Uh mm-hmm. and uh Yeah, I don't even I don't I'm still I don't know if I want to do another one. I don't know. I'm still up in the air about my college act future, but uh, it was uh, it was pretty silly. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I did, well, I did think of something hmm. when you were talking about uh, your. You started off with your gender reveal. Um, I I was hmm. reading this article recently on on all of the. Um, gender reveals that have gone wrong someone just died like a plane crashed or something well they didn't die but oh, they, didn't. they they did crash the plane and um like they ruined like the plane is done and like the, one of them was hurt i think but yeah they like hired their friend who does like crop dusting to <laughs> 
We are pausing to enjoy that. <laughs> I normally don't, but if I must, yes, I will crop dust. I say, he, who? Uh, not only, not only are the, uh, gender reveals going bad, there was a guy who, uh, there was like an underwater restaurant that his girlfriend was at, and he dove down with, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, like a um, thing that said, will you marry me? And he fucking died on the way back up. They ne- never, he drowned. Wow. I know. I think we just we gotta dial it back. Well, so yeah, so the they they like they fired their friend. What what did their friend do? I say <laughs> he crop dusted. He he like that was his job. He just he crop he blew a plane and mm-hmm. crop dusted. <laughs> I mean, I've crop dusted in a plane. Why did he crash then? If he knew what he was because doing, because they they were using like glitter or confetti or something, and it was heavier. It was too heavy for what they they didn't typically have any like whatever they they used for crop dusting wasn't as heavy as whatever they were using for the gender reveal, mm-hmm. and so it like loaded down the plane and it crashed and and exp- like it blew up. Um, and I just was like, there's another but person. But did it blow up pink or blue? <laughs> I don't know. And and there's another person that like caught, like started a wildfire and he's responsible for paying for it now. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Like, <clears throat> like <laughs> we've become those people that like when we were kids you didn't or when we were having kids you you just told people what it was well i think i mean (laughs) that gender i mean you know i was just around a group of people that had their pronouns on their name tags that gender reveal thing's gonna be weird right you know what i mean like the gender reveal will be like the white person's quinceanera where at 16 (laughs) they tell everyone what they've decided you know what i mean like or like the faux mitzvahs Right. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, <clears throat> you know what I think... You know what I blame for all of this? Social is, media. Well, yes, clearly. But do you remember the like real first viral video of that couple who did a dance down the aisle? Yeah. And then, and then I feel like there was a ton of copycats from that. And then there was all these uh, proposal, crazy, elaborate... Proposal right, those, videos like... and there's people jumping out from behind buildings and people playing guitar in the back of trucks and well the funny thing is someone is fucked a goat. Those people <laughs> that did that video, yeah. that dance, they just like like of like five minutes before the um before the wedding were like, wouldn't it be funny if we? And so they did it and then they put it online to share it with some family member that wasn't able to go to the wedding like they're not in they don't have like an online presence at all and like but the people like copying them right are trying so hard <laughs> to like yeah to have that social media presence <laughs> and <clears throat> it just is so funny to <laughs> me yeah i um well i get all of those th- look uh having children uh and getting married are things you do acknowledge publicly but the funny thing is that uh both of the both of those things are private activities meaning <clears throat> after your after your proposal after your wedding 
it's just the two of you fucking assholes forever with no one around, <laughs> no one, there's no, and the same with, same with your baby where like, you know, the baby shower is one thing, but like you're fucking there with that sc- screaming thing and do you know what I mean? It's tired. It's not glamorous. <laughs> so it's like, I, I understand that it's like, uh, I guess it's like when we went to Catholic camp for our wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get married in the Catholic Church because we're very religious, right? <laughs> uh, and they said uh, the like the pamphlet thing was like a wedding is a day, a marriage is a lifetime. And what did you write on it? I don't remember. <laughs> you wrote a wedding is a day. This and... weekend is a lifetime. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't even a comedian yet, but that's the quality material <laughs> I was making at the time. You know, I went so, through some hard times uh, when I was your age. Uh, anyone here? Was... Anyone here engaged? <laughs> no, right? I was planning my wedding, and my wife thought we should get married at a Catholic church, and so. <laughs> well, I might not be Catholic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that okay. That's enough. We don't have to keep going. We got shit to do. I need to take a shower. And throw that shirt away that you, for some reason. I made it into like something, you know, like those cold shoulder shirts <laughs> style. Like, I mean, yeah. cold bicep shirt. Our eleven-year-old wears them. <laughs> why, why, why does our sixth grader just dress and have the haircut of a milf? <laughs> oh my god! I know her hair. She comes out today, and I was just thinking. I see so many moms with this haircut. It's the uh, the thing of Karen, who always wants to talk to the manager. That's oh, what, yes. She, that's our daughter. She's just like... I know, and I just... <laughs> She's always wearing like a glittery shirt with holes in the shoulders and shit. I know, I know. Well, yeah. You know what? I just love this haircut. It's so fun and easy. <laughs> I can just get up and go. I love it. She was like talking about how she wanted to grow her hair out. And I was thinking like, yes, you should grow your hair out. No, but... she's got time to do whatever the fuck she wants. Well, but... Do you know why she doesn't want to? Why? Because then if she grows it out in June when people get their earbooks... The picture of her in the yearbook will have short hair, and that looks weird if you have a completely different hairstyle. I don't remember thinking these things. I never thought that stuff. I think that might be why she's so a hot mess right now. She's <laughs> too much planning. She just thinks of things. It's like no one thinks of that. Like so many things are like that, and I'm just like... Do you know what she told me? Hmm. It was so hard not to laugh. We were walking to the bus stop. Somebody walked down the street by us and she relaxed as they walked past us. And she said, whenever anybody walks by me, I get worried they're going to throw up on me. I mean, they they don't, they just don't make pills for her problems. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm like, why would you think that? No one in your life has ever thrown up it's on like you. She takes stranger danger to like a weird place. Like they'll lure you, lure me into their van and vomit on me. Like, <laughs> I'm just, <clears throat> and I tried to play like the, um, <clears throat> you know, like for anxiety, like the, and then what would happen game, like to kind of draw it out there and have her see that like worst case scenario you take a shower and wash your clothes right she's like all freaked out and crying because she now is imagining somebody throwing up on her and she can't stop feeling that way and i'm just like a lot of feelings good god (laughs) based on what i've seen of today's youth i don't think that goes away in at 19 or 20 either so well she would never go to the apca conference because so many people might throw up on her well that's the okay look maybe some of them are listening that i met this week and i don't mean i mean i'm I'm sorry if this is insulting but like you and i dropped out of community college Mm -hmm. but uh that was my i kept thinking of like openers i wanted to do first <laughs> jokes like just like uh because there's no way those that was their first choice you know what i mean no one it's to most of them were community colleges so i wanted to be like uh sucked you didn't get your first choice huh like <laughs> but uh 
the uh, <clears throat> imagine a college, and then imagine the people who would be involved in the entertainment booking committee. Uh-huh. They're fucking dorks. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? It's not even like perhaps an average college student. It's the kind of college student that gets involved. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's it's not. And again, they were all. Everyone I talked to was very nice, and it was. Like I said, the groans don't mean anything. It's just like they think that's a reaction, you know. So oh, what I was going to say about Nickelodeon is in my intro when I said, uh, well, first of all, I said I was one of the most famous old school rappers of all time. <laughs> um, uh, you know, Comedy Central and uh, I don't remember what else I said. But I, I said, just don't say Nick Mom Night Out. I thought I just said, say Nickelodeon. And it kind of worked because a bunch of people came to talk to me and they were like, were you on like Josh and Drake, <laughs> iCarly, or what? You know what I mean? Like all these shows, I didn't even like. No, I was. <laughs> did you tell them? What yeah, you... I said I did stand up comedy on a show called Nick Mom Night Out, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, because we thought it might be." And I'm like, "No," because I knew they would. They'd be like trying to place me as like, wasn't he the teacher on Chuck and Roy? Or... <laughs> Chuck and Roy. <laughs> I don't think they would have a show called Chuck and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> but they should. <laughs> Chuck and Roy. <laughs> those I'm gonna put those with uh, with Gary. Like those are just names. If you're if your name's Roy, you're born an uncle. Well, did I tell you about two things? One of my friends was she does like respite foster care for babies or for mm-hmm. her fr- for people. So she had a baby over the weekend whose name was Dean. Weird. And then a couple months ago, I was at the doctor and this um, woman was like talking to one of her kids. She had two kids and one was a baby in a stroller. And she said to the one of them, oh, give this to baby Roy. What? And I was like, God, I've been trying to remember to tell you this for so long. I'm like, it's probably a girl's name. It was it was a boy. I it's R O Y E A. But I was just like, oh my god, this person named their baby Roy. Great. <laughs> it's amazing. Just when they go to school, they'll be like, is his middle name doing, Gary? <laughs> doing doing a uh, role, and it'll be like Skylar, uh, Hunter, <laughs> uh, Emily, uh, Olivia, uh, Roy. <laughs> Roy is Olivia's grandpa. Like, what is happening? You know? I hope he's very Roy-like, too. Like, sup? <laughs> Only kid in kindergarten with, like, a, a dirty baseball cap. Wearing corduroy pants. <laughs> just just ch- <laughs> some overalls with tools that, like, just changed my dad's oil. <laughs> Old man's got me working. What are we doing today? Shapes? Awesome. <laughs> Uh, okay, one of the fun things about this weekend, though, is I got to hang out with other people, because usually comedy's not a team sport. Yeah. Uh, but the Bark Entertainment, you know, we have a big text chain going. We're talking shit about everyone. Are uh, you still texting? Yesterday, there was a text or two. Uh-huh. But uh, one of the people I got to know, Kylie Rothfield, she's a musician, was on The Voice season, I don't remember. Uh, but... um. I uh, I uh, I looked her up online after I met her, and uh, she's so fucking good. Really? I was, uh, and that's again, all these p- people are they're doing, you know, they're playing Lizzo songs and shit to try and get booked. But like, I was telling her, like, <clears throat> you could, you're writing songs. You wrote a fucking song, mm-hmm. like mini albums. Uh, so anyway, I thought, with, of course, without her permission, I'm gonna play. Uh, Kylie Rothfield song uh, to go out today. And by the way, this is just her in a radio station by herself. This isn't even like a studio version. Um, but I think it's a really fucking good song. Uh, and so, uh, you know, check her out if you want. And uh, Christy, thanks for being my guest. You're welcome. Um, and thank you all for listening. Leave me a review on Apple Podcast if you want. Uh, this podcast is free and it's worth it. Talk to you next week.
but you're never on time life is slow and it's sweet with your patient mind you're a fool and a king and the one thing i can't live without I am a wreck, I'm a poetic mess Overthink, overact, over things without sense But with you I can see, I can breathe, I can feel it And I feel like your world's made of whiskey and mine is made of wine But keep holding on to our love Cause we get better with time Never break, they just patiently wait and occasionally ache for their soul made. But I know ours were made in a similar shape. We may be young, but we're older than some. We might disagree. Spend a few nights alone, but I'm in if you're in for the next hundred years or so. And I feel like your world's made of whiskey, and mine is made of wine. But keep holding on to our love.